The Cairo for Moms podcast is a podcast dedicated towards women and children. We will be sharing tips, tricks, and stories from the clinic to help you. Okay, so I'm here with Michelle. Uh, Michelle is a second time mom to be, almost. Um, tell, tell me your due date again. My due date is December 16th. Okay, and do you have a little girl at home? I do, I have a little, almost two year old. Oh my goodness, you can yes. be busy too. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So I, you started coming to Cairo for Moms during your second pregnancy though, right? I did. Okay, so what um, what did you do a little bit differently this time around versus last time? Like, um, were you seeing a chiropractor last time? I was. I was just seeing a chiropractor last time all the way through. Okay. Um, what was different about, or what's been different about this pregnancy is suffering from hyperemesis gravidarum. And once I was well enough to get out of bed, I knew I needed more mm, nurturing and hands-on love in TLC from lying in bed for months. Yeah. I needed a little bit more this time around. Okay. But Cairo for moms, um, that was something that you guys did was massage as well as adjustments and stretching. And after laying in bed for so long, I needed to do some stretching as well. For sure. So tell me, I mean, cause I'm, I'll be honest, I haven't had a patient suffer with hyperemesis um, to the severity that you have. So yeah. walk me through that a little bit because, and did you have that with your first? I did not. Okay. Um, I was really nauseous with my first. I lost 10 pounds from food aversions, but I never threw up. Now with this time around, um, the nausea started at about six weeks with the food aversions. And I started throwing up at seven weeks, about three to five times a day. Um, you lost about 20 pounds, you said? Yeah, I lost about 15 to 20 pounds with this pregnancy. I'm finally at 31 weeks back to my pre-pregnancy weight where I was when I got pregnant day one. Okay. So hyperemesis is just such a crazy thing. You can It's hard to explain unless you're in it, but it's just extreme, extreme morning sickness, all day vomiting, um, not eating at all, and not keeping fluids down. So they take it pretty severe. Um, the doctors had nurses come in and start IV lines on me in home with the, uh, you know, COVID happening as well. And an infant. So, toddler. yeah, pan the pandemic, everything. Yeah. So I was on IVs um, two liters a day of saline to just maintain my fluid levels. Wow. And then I'd be checking my urine with ketone strips to make sure I wasn't falling too dehydrated. And there was a few times, I think I went to the ER three times wow. in the beginning. So it is really, it's, it's a really tricky um, thing to explain because unless you go through it, it's like, yeah, everyone has morning sickness, but this is just such an extreme version of morning sickness. And it's, um, you know, it causes all kinds of things physiologically too in the body to happen. You're not eating, you're not uptaking 
right. serotonin, um, you go into depression, you, yeah. yeah, it's just pretty miserable. Right. So about at what point do you think that that kind of lessened and you were feeling a little bit more like yourself or like you were maintaining and starting to gain a little bit? That was a tricky part is with hyperemesis, you don't know when it's going to go away. Some women, it lasts the entire pregnancy and some women, it goes away at 12 weeks. With mine, it started to go away and dissipate around 16, 17 weeks. And by 20 weeks, I was eating two meals a day, um, keeping it down and not vomiting, but maybe a few times a week. So I'd say at 20 weeks, things really started to turn around for me. And I started to gain probably around 25 weeks. That's when I started to start gaining weight back. Okay, and you said you're 31? I am 31, yep. Okay, how are you feeling now? Great, wonderful. Good. I, I feel it. good. I think once you feel crappy for so long, that even like the third trimester feels of pregnancy you're grateful to have. And you're like, I feel great. I'm out of bed. I'm eating, I'm drinking. Nothing can be, <laughs> nothing can be better. Well, you came to see me at, I think it was like around 19 weeks-ish. Yes. Um, so you were still, I feel like you kind of mentioned that you were kind of getting over that a little bit, um, but still struggling. So um, when you came to see me, what kinds of things were you going through too? Like, I mean, cause that's like a big time for body changes, your sacrum, yeah. pelvis, all of that. Yeah. Um, did you have, you had some sciatica or some low back stuff? Yeah. I think from laying, I mean, from laying in bed and having almost all of my muscle eaten up by my body just to sustain the life growing inside, um, I had a lot of muscle fatigue and um, some sciatica, lower back issues going on from just lying there for so long. So yeah, that was really what you helped me out with, which is just starting with the stretching and the sciatica muscle work for sure. Right. So aside from the normal aches and pains of pregnancy, you were not able to do anything. Yeah. No. That's a whole nother ball game. Yeah. And still like looking at my body now, like my legs are the smallest they've ever been. And I still haven't gained weight. You know, my muscle is all gone. Right. But I still have, I have a belly, but it's still, it's hard to my body still doesn't feel like mine yet because I haven't, I don't have the muscle tone I had. Right. Right. So, and how's baby looking? Do you know what you're having? We don't know what we're having. We love the surprises. I love that. Um, But I'm measuring 10 days ahead of time right now. And baby's measuring a little bit larger than normal, which I'm super thankful for because usually HG you have, um, a smaller birth weight and you typically don't go full term. So I'm really thankful that baby is growing strong and yes, measuring oh, ahead. Yeah, that's such great news because yeah, not only are you you know people say you're eating for two, which there's some validity to that, mm-hmm. but not only were you giving all the nutrients to your baby, like you weren't able to keep those nutrients because of what you were losing from the hyperemesis. So yeah, that's amazing that baby's doing so well. Yeah. 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 And with, I think most women that have HG2 have um, severe anemia. So yeah. I'm starting an iron supplement. I just found out a couple of weeks ago that I was really anemic. So starting with a really good iron 
liquid natural supplement has helped quite a bit with that too. That's great. Nutrition. Yeah. Like you said, nutrition is huge. Yeah. Oh, seriously. Because so much crosses the placental barrier too. So babies getting, you know, everything for them. So yep, that's awesome. And how, um, are you feeling good? Like being able to move around and the low back pain and all that kind of stuff has for the most part subsided um, now that you're able to get up and move around and stuff. I think so. Um, until I would say about two weeks ago, I was having a lot of sciatica when I try to take my two-year-old for a walk. And then once you hit that third trimester, you get so much more relaxing. Mm-hmm. And then things just start to move in. Right. You know, you, it feels better. Your sciatica isn't so stuck as it right. once was. Right. Yeah, so feel- like, like at the beginning where your hips yes. moving and your pelvis is moving and shifting. So yes, that's great. That's great. So um, give us one or two tips for other listeners that may be suffering with this or know somebody. What would you say is the biggest thing to get through it and um, just to keep, because I mean, I felt like when, even when I saw you at 19 weeks, you were in great spirits though. Yeah. I mean, that is a huge part of it. Staying positive and knowing knowing there's an end in sight, whether it's 40 weeks or 12 weeks or 16, just knowing you'll get through it and your body is sustaining life and it will take what it needs. Um, Being an advocate for yourself, like truly if your doctor isn't giving you in-home infusions, fight for that, advocate for that. Um, If that's what you feel you need, if you're going to the ER to get hydrated, you need to get in-home infusions started immediately. Um, and then just, I mean, having a good support system, having someone that they can't understand what you're going through or be in it with you, but just that can listen to yeah. what it feels like and not suggest ginger ale or, or crackers, you know, like that's, that's really hard. I think when other people suggest stuff that doesn't work and you're, you're praying for a miracle. So yeah. I guess just listening, being a listening ear, if you know someone going through it. And just say, you know, listen to them and try to help them through it. Yeah, I think that so often we want to offer our advice or like, this is what I've heard can help or, you know, but, you know, you've probably tried all of that. And sometimes keep our mouth closed and listen. Yes, (laughs) Yes. definitely. I know I told a patient that the other day, I'm like, well, I'm here for you to vent if that's what you need to do. She's like, okay, I appreciate that. Like, (laughs) find your safe place. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I love that. that. Well, thank you so much. I love hearing your story. Um, Of course. I know, you know, like you said, everybody has, most everybody has the morning sickness, but the severity of what you went through is scary. Um, Yes. And I wouldn't say necessarily rare. I feel like there's more people we know than Mm -hmm. not, but to that extent. So thank you so much for sharing your story. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there is a really good resource on Amazon prime, um, a documentary called the sick and it's about hyperemesis. And there's a lot of great scientists in Europe, um, identifying the genes that women have that come down with hyperemesis. Oh, pretty much. It's pretty much that's been identified that, um, women that suffer from hyperemesis, it's like being allergic to being pregnant. Yeah. So it's a really great resource for anyone else that has it or is going through it. I would suggest that. Awesome. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, welcome. We'll put that 
um, in our resource for sure. So absolutely. Well, I will let you go and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Kayla. Thank you. Bye.